Welcome to episode 7 of the Bushwalking, Kenyoning and Outdoor Community. It is live from the Kenyoning compound that I present this episode. And as always, today is brought to you by Bogan Kenyoning. Why don't you have a bloody go? So, this is one of those topics that I've been thinking about uh, presenting and I had to put a bit of thought into it because... I do find this topic very fascinating. There is so much talk about things and, you know, in my mind, things can go in many directions. So today we're going to talk about the etiquette about doing your business in the bush. Or if we were to get straight to it, what should you do if you need to do a shit while you're out bushwalking or canyoning? Or any of those outdoor pursuits. There have been some guidelines developed around this. And I'm going to keep the focus very Australian here. Because the specifics do actually differ from country to country. And before you do ask. Unless, you know, there are some people in society that have very little option other than to um, poo into a nappy. Pooing your pants is not really considered acceptable. Unless, you know, you're a baby or a toddler like one of my sons are. And wearing a nappy is acceptable to do it. But even then, some toddlers do find that uh, quite an uncomfortable situation. Your environment can play a significant impact upon how you use the toilet. Places like canyons, alpine regions, arid areas... And rock climbing areas demand a bit more attention than the average bush area. So it is worth paying attention to the local customs for this. Some places actually have rules in place just to guide you on it. Some companies need to follow specific instructions on how you use the loo. So if you sign up, don't be surprised if they request a particular way that you do your business. So... One of the best ways you can actually avoid, you know, doing your business in the bush is to actually avoid doing your business in the bush. Places on your way to your favourite bushwalk, canyon, rock climbing area, whatever it may be, can be a good start. Think service stations, Maccas, geez, Maccas seems to be a popular place uh, for people to do their business. Um, Yeah public areas when I talk about public areas I'm talking about parks and the like but when you actually are in the bush national parks state forests councils and private enterprises many of these places have installed toilets and in the end if you can use them they're going to have the smallest impact upon the surrounding environment Though, then again, I've heard stories of people that actually fear the use of these toilets. There is many a story, whether it is true or not, of people putting their bums on a long drop only to find that a snake has slithered out of the sewage, out of that deep cesspool that is at the bottom of the pit and bite them on the bum. 
you know, they wouldn't be much fun, but you have to assume that the story's true for it to actually happen. The next option is to do it away from sensitive areas. So, you've got no access to a toilet, and you need to go to the toilet. For this, you actually need to carry some equipment. And most outdoor people should be carrying said equipment. I'm talking about a trowel or a shovel to dig a hole. There's some very lightweight options out there these days. Worst comes to worst, use a tent peg. Also come along with some toilet paper to clean your bum and some hand sanitizer to clean your hands. The equipment, as I said, in this day and age does not weigh that much and it has a lesser impact upon the environment. As a sidetrack, I've seen people leave landmines in the middle of a track in the Blue Mountains. And not just any quiet bushwalk. I'm talking about a busy bushwalk. This bushwalk was between uh, Pulpit Rock and Govett's Leap. One of the more disgusting things I've ever seen. Anyway. When selecting a place to use the toilet, ensure it's 100 metres away from any waterway. This will prevent your waste from impacting upon the water that people may use downstream for drinking. When digging the hole, aim to get about 15 centimetres into the soil. Once you've completed your business, make sure that you fill the hole and make it look like you were never there. And my next big thing, for me at least, is don't forget to clean those hands using that hand sanitizer. Because soap and water, that's another pollution issue. If you don't use the hand sanitizer, don't be surprised if you get a case of the old run, runny bum. Because putting your hand to your mouth with all those bacteria, yeah, I don't want to find out what it's like, particularly in the bush. But what do you do if you don't have established infrastructure like a long drop and you can't dig a hole somewhere safe. Well, it's time to bring out the poo bag or the poo container. Along with the extra equipment that we previously discussed, this is where the shit gets real. And if you get my pun, you know where I'm going. Well, the whole idea about this is that you're gonna be carrying it out anyway. In sensitive environments like canyons, creeks, alpine regions and arid areas, your poo will not decompose safely and it will lead to the contamination of the area. We really don't want this. And if you don't want this, then you've got to hope that the people upstream of you are actually doing the right thing. So you may ask what the process is. Well, the first aim is to capture your poo into a plastic bag. Once you've done your business, I suggest you wrap the plastic bag in another thicker plastic bag. Then I would suggest that you put the contents into a dry bag to prevent any further mistakes, or if you have access to it, a poo container. Anything that is leak proof will do. That way, if the poo decides to liberate itself from the first plastic bag, it should be self-contained in the second plastic bag. And if worse comes to worse, if it's not contained in the second plastic bag, it is contained within the dry bag or the poo container.
Finally, if it fails all that and you feel it leaking down from your backpack into your bum, you know you haven't done the job properly. Now, I am going to sidetrack here for a minute. One of the Blue Mountains' more beautiful features is the Grand Canyon near Blackheath. It is an impressive walk and the canyon section which you abseil into is worth the effort. But for a while, a few years ago, and it still could be happening, people, and most likely tourists, not that I can name them, seem to be finding the canyon exit a great place to diverge from the main walking track. When they diverge, they seem to be going there for a particular reason, and to do a poo. These classy individuals seem to decide that this exit track is a great place that no one will notice that they've left their landmine right where my foot can go or some other Kenyaner or just interested off-track walker might just you know, get a bit of a taste for something smelly. For me, there is nothing worse than traversing through a canyon and then finding that you've stepped in shit. It is in these environments that poo does not decompose easily and it can make people sick further down the uh, creek if they were consumed some of the water, whether on purpose or not. So in summary, for me, a koala bear does shit in the woods. But we call them koalas as they are not bears. And we call the woods the bush. Koalas, they're allowed to do their poos. Because it is their natural environment. But us, us bushwalkers, us Kenyaners, climbers, whatever you identify as. It might be our natural environment, but the thing is, with the amount of people that we've got going into the bush... We've got a great opportunity to make other people sick. So by following these simple rules, I think we can go a long way. I do hope today has been of use to you. And there is one final thought that I'm going to leave you with. Where have you ever come across the best loo view? Some thunder boxes, as we like to call them in Australia, are known for great views while for many of us, we only get a view of the back of the door. The best thunder box I've ever been to has had to be at the Pioneer Hut on the Fox Glacier in New Zealand. You get a great view of Mount Tasman and the surrounding area, and with the sun going down, the colours cannot be described. If you ever get a chance to go there, I'd recommend it. I'd love to hear your views on what you think is the best loo view, whether or not it's in Australia or abroad. So reach out to me in the uh, via email or via the Facebook page, which will be in the show notes. To finish today, I'd like to say that today is brought to you by the letter G. And a G is for the word gronk. Now, I don't know if this is a purely Australian term or not, but a gronk is a person that doesn't do their business in the bush properly and makes people downstream sick due to it. So I ask for you not to be a gronk. Until next time, have a good one.